<clears throat> so this guided meditation will be um, a cultivation of the quality of metta, of kindliness, of friendliness. And I'm calling it gazing with the eyes of a Buddha. Gazing with the eyes of a Buddha. <clears throat> and you can um, insert any other word other than Buddha if it works better for you. The gazing of one who knows so deeply the nature of things, that the kindness and the friendliness and the recognition that you cannot other than completely belong to the fabric of things. That kind of one, right? Which is actually our nature. It's not just uh, restricted to Buddhas and wise beings. It's our nature. Um, but we tend to see it out there. Talking about there, we got some more coming in from the group. So I'll pause there as the others join us. It's okay. Were you in the group? Yeah. Okay, so we got some group groupies coming back in. Okay, while we wait for the others, I'll invite you to tune up your instruments, the instrument of what we are to find out how it's doing today. How are you doing today? How is this instrument doing? So have a couple of breaths. And we'll use sound. Um, it's not the only way. Meditation also tunes up our instrument. We'll use sound as it's a, quite a resonant force that supports the instrument that we are. So just to fill you in, we're um, doing a, a meta-cultivation, which is today called Gazing with the Eyes of Jesus. <laughs> anyone, so we start, it could be Gazing with the Eyes of the Buddha, but anyone that fulfills or holds that place in your heart could be a wise teacher or a not, or a not very wise teacher, but someone who's gazed upon you with wisdom and love. And if that's never happened to you yet in your life, it might be because you've missed it. Um, you can bring something or someone to mind that uh, is an archetype, an archetype for that quality. Okay, so we're going to tune our instruments first. Okay. So breathing in and breathing out. Just finding out what is the quality of the chitta like right now. 
right? Is it contracted? Is it expanded? Is it soft? Is it hard? Ask yourself, come close to what's here. And particularly with the chest center, having a breath here. What's it like in this territory right now? And see if you can find out, like your attention is like a little wise psychic light that can feel into your heart territory right now. Is it like concrete in there? Is it shimmering like light in there? Is it fearful? Is it loving? Is it angry? Is it numb? Is it radiant like sunlight? Is it cool but open? Or cool but closed? And let's hear, before we tune up, let's hear some one, one word from any of you. Just call out the word that doesn't ultimately describe who you are, but touches right now into the kind of quality of the weather in the heart center right now. Anybody willing to start that off? We'll popcorn a few words out in the room. How is the heart right now for you? Anybody? Mild. Yeah. Gentle. Gentle. Softening. Softening, yeah. Harshness. Harshness. Yeah. Not sure. sure. Yeah. Young. Young. Thirsty. Thirsty. A thirsty heart. Sad. Sad. Clear. Willing. Willing. Yeah, keep breathing as you hear all these human expressions that we know. Any more? Delicate. Breathing in and finding the sound that helps you resonate in that area to make more contact. Keep going with that.
As you keep going with that for another minute or so, see how you can sense that it is a way of bringing attention to this area, bringing a mindful, steady attention. And most of our hearts are a little hungry for attention. the intention of welcoming yourself with your own heart right now, whether it's mild or like concrete, whether it feels available or not available, whether it's full of irritation or full of radiant light. How would it be to bring a kindness to this heart, for all that it's been through in this world, all that we've put it through, through the ways that we've sometimes squeezed it and pressed it and split it and ignored it and been ashamed by it and judged it. If it feels relevant for you, asking our heart for forgiveness for the ways we've overlooked it for another. The ways we've tried to squeeze it into a tiny box because we were afraid of how much it felt. the ways we've spoken so harshly, actually, to our own sensitivity, to our own passion. To all the things that pass through this territory that we've blocked off, stopped, or hated. 
for all the ways in which I've intentionally or unintentionally hurt my heart through actions of my body, my speech, and my mind. I ask now for forgiveness. And then opening up the attention to include the whole body. Right, so a wide angle, right from the crown of our head, including the skull. And if there's any ways that we've treated our skull and our thinking and our mind intentionally or unintentionally, harshly, asking our skull and our head for forgiveness. Not fully understanding its place in the scheme of things. We can shout so loudly at our own mind. And letting the attention come through the neck and the throat and the arms and the whole torso to the pelvis and the seat and the genitals and the legs to the feet. If there are any ways, and I know there are ways, that I have treated my body harshly through actions of my body, my speech, and my mind. the ways I've judged my body. The ways I've compared my body. The ways I've hurt my body. I ask now for forgiveness. Ignoring it, overlooking it, never believing it was a vehicle permeated with our divine nature. And breathing out, letting go of the forgiveness reflection. 
and bringing to mind, bringing into the room with you a being, might be the Buddha, might be Jesus, might be the Dalai Lama, might be your favorite teacher. Bringing them in, have them sit in front of you right now. And open in your inner eye, open your inner eye to receive their unconditional gaze. The gaze of loving light that recognizes you. can't help but shed light, light up like sunlight. Recognizing that you are complete. Through the eyes of ancient wisdom that gaze upon you. That have seen it all are surprised by nothing, our most shameful secrets, our most hidden aspects. All of it is seen and loved because it is recognized as none other. none other. You are recognized as not other. You are not other. And breathing in, seeing if you can receive these eyes Daring to look in at what they see. This is a little quote from one of the mystics. And as you sit there and receive the gaze of this image of the loving light... Here's how it's talked about. When you gaze at an object, you bring blessing to it. For through real contemplation, you know that it is absolutely nothing without the divinity that permeates it. By means of this awareness, you draw greater vitality to that object from the divine source of life. Since you bind that object to absolute nothingness. On the other hand, if you gaze at that object as a separate thing, by your look, 
that thing is cut off from its divine root and vitality. So spending a minute with this being that sees you, that knows you, that recognizes you, that can't help but radiate because it sees your true nature. And yes, it sees all our incompletions and our twists and our knobbly bits and our... Sure. Our harshnesses, our pettiness, all of that can be there. It's kind of on the surface, no matter how deep we think it goes. Even that depth is so relative to what is really seen. And letting go of the image of that being, or having them beside you, if you like. They can come along for the ride. Seeing what it would be like to gaze at yourself with these eyes. And I don't mean gaze through a mirror. A mirror, not your image not your ideas about yourself, but this gazing that is connected to our depth. And in this practice, if it's helpful, you can use a phrase or two to support the attention to stay with it. And we're going to gaze at ourself with these eyes. If what arises as we do this is all our aversion and our harshness, can we gaze and include that too? It doesn't mean we have to show up as some nice, pristine, clear light in order to be worthy of this kind of gaze. Sometimes we do. But this kind of love is not conditioned that we have to be uh, a finished work of art before we're loved. So starting from the crown of the head and this gaze, it doesn't just mean your eyes, it means the attention. Yeah, and it's important in this practice that you don't have to stick hard with your posture, right? You can move if you get uncomfortable, but keep the thread of the intention going. So letting your attention be like a gentle rain 
a gentle summer rain that washes through from your skull. And if it's helpful, using the phrase, may I be able to love myself completely with no parts left out. And as we scan the attention through the body, you'll find the parts that you usually leave out. Through the face, are there any parts of the face? that I pick on. That I exclude from the divine root. That I separate out. May I be able to meet my face with love. No part left out. And the back of the skull and your brain. Your brain, that amazing thing that has all these firing neurons that might be driving you crazy this week, but what a thing. What a thing that is. What an extraordinary faculty that this week we may have been a little unkind to. May I be able to love my brain completely. To know its true place. No part left out. And the throat, letting your attention, the gaze of your attention touch the throat like the drops of rain, like luminescent sunlight, like sunlight trapped in raindrops. Dropping through and touching the throat area. May my throat be at ease. May it feel safe to express when it wants to express. Maybe may it be peaceful. And bringing the gaze through the shoulder girdle and the chest and your two arms and hands. These limbs that extend from the chest that feed us, that daily put food into our mouth, that can reach out that can push away.
May these arms be at ease. May they know joy. May they be able to love what they love. Thank you for feeding me. And this heart, this dear heart, sometimes so hidden, sometimes so shy, dear heart, whatever you're, whatever you're feeling right now, I'm listening. May I be able to listen to your cries and your laughter. May I able to stay with you when you're like concrete, when you hate, when you're scared, when I'm scared, when I'm full of robust passion, when I'm delicate, May I never judge the condition that you're in, that I'm in, in the heart. I bet you'd like that. May I be able to be with my heart in its contraction and its expansion. Thomas Merton, the Christian mystic, said that true love and true prayer are learned in the hour when love becomes impossible. And the heart has turned to stone. Hanging in right there. When love is the furthest thing from our mind. Even the word makes us scratchy and irritable. True love and prayer are learned in the hour when love becomes impossible. And the heart has turned to stone. May I hang out with the stones, stand with the stones, sit with the stones. That which perceives the stone is not the stone. 
that which is aware and recognizes the stone is not limited. That which listens to the cry of the stone is not suffering, is not bound, but is intimate. And dropping down through the mid-region and the belly, the intestines and the stomach and this extraordinary meters and meters and meters of intestines that are working on a regular basis. And including our pelvis, and our genitals and our backside. And that final rectal area, the physical doorway where the intestines work is finished for now. Breathing with all of that, including all of that, may my dear guts be able to be relaxed in all conditions May they be able to breathe out when people love me or when they hate me. May my guts soften like honey and find their place. Know they belong and rest deeply on the earth. And finally, the backside region, the genitals, the legs and the feet, spending a moment well-wishing. This meta really is just a well-wishing, the natural wish for well-being that we share with everything. May you feel safe. May you know you're loved. May you be free of shame. And be allowed to take your place in the sun. Simply breathing, letting the organism, this soft animal of your body, the territory of your heart and mind and belly, letting it be here, learning how to gaze upon ourselves with the eyes of kindness.
And this is a poem for someone from someone who's made this journey, continues to make this journey. He says, The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you, all all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror and sit. Feast on your And in the last couple of minutes, if you like to join this very simple chant of Sabe, Sata, Sukita, Hontu, may all beings, I'll, I'll do a poetic translation first, may all beings gaze upon themselves and each other with the eyes of kindness otherwise known as may all beings be happy right which isn't just the mind state of happiness but the happiness that comes from clear seeing And if you want to stay just with yourself, it's completely fine. Let this gentle rain of attention keep raining down on you. And if you feel like it, open up to include some other folks as well. Sabe Sata Sukita Huntu 
Sabe Sata Sukita Hontu Sabe Sata Sukita Sabe Sata Sugita Feel free to embellish if you like. Sabe Sata Sugita this being that's called you. Sabe Sata Sukita Hantu For those beings sitting beside you right now. Sabe Sata Sukita everyone in this room. Sabe Sata Sukita Hantu In Ogwell and Newton Abbott. Bring them in. Sabe Sata Sukita all those right now standing at the train platform in Newton Abbott. Sabe Sata Sukita To the north and the south and the west and the east. Sabe Sata Sukita Our parents and their parents. Sabe Sata Sukita Our children and their children. Sabe Sata Sukita Friendly, the indifferent, and the hostile. Sabe Sata Sukita Hantu. Those beings in this moment taking their last breath. Sabe Sata Sukita. Those beings about to be born. Sabe, sabe. 
Those who have little and those who have plenty. Beings in states of inner suffering. Beings in states of inner and outer oppression. The near and the far. Those with legs, those with wings, those that swim and those that crawl, those that hop. May all beings be safe and free from danger. May all beings receive the blessings of our practice. May all beings be at ease. May all beings know and love themselves with no parts left out and take their true place in existence. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.